0: Alhamdulillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahirrahmanirrahim wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyin ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in ilman wa Dear brothers wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Continuing where we have started in this case of Kitabu al-Tawheed the book of monotheism, We have already discussed a lot of cases through these chapters, or 29 chapters, we have already finished. Alhamdulillah, we hope that we have discussed enough cases to guide us to be closer to Allah Taala. Because the goal, and the target, and the destiny we are running for is to be close to Allah Taala, to get the satisfaction of Allah Taala. As soon as Allah subhanahu ta'ala satisfies what we are doing, then we are winners. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the holy book, فمن زُحْزِحَ عن النار وأدخل الجنة فقد فاز. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in surah al-afr that every human being, all human beings are losers. And he swore for that subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he explained. Who is accepted from these losers? He did not give names, he did not give nations, he gave descriptions. Whoever has these four descriptions, four conditions, then he is safe from being a loser. And whoever missing one of these conditions, then he is getting closer to be loser as much as he is missing. If he misses them all, then he is a total loser. Tonight, we're discussing another, maybe you could say, strange chapter. Because some of these chapters, some brothers said, you know, we yeah, never heard of them. Talking about astrology, or talking about the moon areas, or we call them number faces, This is not in our life. We haven't seen this. Actually, maybe the names are strange, but the action itself, or the belief itself is there. There are people who are believing that the lunar faces is affecting the life of human beings. We know that the last chapter we discussed the the, the, uh, astrology. And tonight we're talking about the case of lunar faces the connection in here that lunar in here or the moon is having 28 faces during the whole year and these faces or places are really same thing every year heat for rain for cold winter summer and so on They are the same. So some people in the time of jahiliyyah, ignorance period, before Muhammad ﷺ, they think that these faces are really affecting the life of human beings, And these faces will affect the case of rain. So when this star is seen, then there is going to be rain. When that star is seen, there are going to be troubles. When that star is seen, then people will lose something or will get something. Like some other nations who don't believe in the rivers are affecting people or the life or whatever. So Islam came to tell us that these have these things have nothing to do with our life. And then Muhammad well, told us as in the hadith inshallah coming that whoever thinks that these are affecting or giving rain and so on then he is falling into major polytheism. so he is excluded from Islam as we see in the hadith which is narrated by Al-Bukhari and Muslim also so let's see it piece by piece in this case to see what does this have to do with the case of our life this chapter is talking about those people who are asking rain through these lunar feasts. The Arabs used to do that. In that time, the time of Muhammad ﷺ before the time of Muhammad وسلم. So he mentioned, he brought to us in this chapter, an ayah and three correct hadith. The ayah that ﷺ said, وَتَجْعُونَ رِزْقَكُمْ أَنَّكُمْ تُكَذِّبُونَ People thinking that they are disbelieving, on effectiveness of Allah wa ta'ala and they are giving this effectiveness to these lunar faces. Thinking that these are affecting them instead of Allah ta'ala. So that's why we say we should really show as we need to do the definition, I mean the, the, the dividing of believing on these lunar faces. People are in this case in three levels. First level who think that these lunar phases are affecting the human being by giving the rains or affecting their life by itself independently. That's major polytheism. Second one is to believe that these are only reasons and Allah is the one who is affecting the people or giving them the rain, This is minor shirk, minor polytheism. Why? We come to it inshallah. Third kind of people who think that these lunar faces is only a time for rain, for heat, for cold, and so on. Then this is okay. Like if we say now, in the, okay, using the Gregorian date, although it's not, it's not supposed to be in Islam to use the Gregorian, يعني, uh, dating. We should use Hijriya date. But because Hijriya dates are not all of the same in summer and winter and so on. So let's see. In January, as they say, in the north side of the earth, it is winter. While in July, in the south side of earth, it is winter. Now, for us in the north side of earth, it is winter for the south side of Earth, like in Australia, as an example. It is summer, totally hot. It's vice versa. But if we talk about the north side of Earth, and we say that in January it is always winter, and in July for the north side of Earth also it is summer. Now we are saying we are using these time times, or the lunar phases as only a time force this case this is a, no problem so I guess to say three types or three levels major shirk if they think that it's affecting independently minor shirk if it is if they think that the one who is affecting is Allah Taala. but these are the reasons well they are not reasons of course the third type who think that they are only a time for these things then it's okay as you can see this ayah is telling us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about those jahiliyyah people, the, the ignorant people that are thinking that these things are affecting their life by themselves. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blames them for that. Blames them how he subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving them rizq, giving them life, giving, giving them all of these things including rain. And they still say that this is done by the such and such star or such and such star. Then... The author rahimahullah mentioned the hadith of abhi malik al ash'ari abhi malik al ash'ari al ash'ari we have to be careful because uh, when we use this word ash'ari nowadays most people they go directly to that group or that part of Muslims who are called ash'ari أشعر or ash'ari same as maturidis, same as uh, other groups no, we are not dealing with this case we are dealing with this man al ash'ari actually is a tribe of Yemen. One of the tribes of Yemen. Al-Ash'ariyin. That's the correct word to say. Al-Ash'ariyin is a tribe of Yemenis who came to Muhammad sallallahu or some people to him to Muhammad sallallahu and part of them were fantastic sahaba like Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, الله anhu, and Abu Malik al-Ash'ari and so on. So this, this man, radiAllahu anhu, he was, يعني uh, his name is Ka'b ibn Malik. You have to notice in, in Arabic we say Abu Fulan, Abu Musa, Abu Ahmad, Abu Muhammad. It's not his name. We're calling him some kind of respect, you know. Instead of calling him his name directly Ahmad Muhammad Ali, we call him, we call him, that's in Arabic of course, he's called upon his eldest son. Abu Musa, because my eldest son is Musa. Abu Malik, because his eldest son is Malik. So what's his name? His name is Kababab. ابن مالك كعب ابن مالك الأشعري هو He was Sahabi and he, uh, came to Rasulullah and met Rasulullah and he, he, was with Muhammad and he made jihad with Muhammad and he died in the year of 18th after the death of Muhammad وسلم, about five years. ابن مالك الأشعري said that Rasulullah said. Meaning, four cases in my nation, they don't, from Jahiliya life, they don't leave it. Seven years. Muhammad sallallahu wa is telling us that these four cases is going to st- continue in his nation. Ummad Muhammad. Sallallahu wa they will never leave it. Now, what do we understand? That this is going to be, everybody is going to do it? Every Muslim will do it? No. It could be in one, case, one area, not in the other area. It could be by some people, not by the other people. One of them in here, one of them in there, one of, so it's not. But that means Muhammad wa is telling us that these will never disappear. These cases, he's going to mention now four cases, they're not, going to be, they're not going to disappear from his nation or his ummah. The first two is not our case. I don't want to go in branches because this will lose our concentration in the case. The, the first one which is our case in here, and that of course, by, by the way, this is the way of Bukhari, rahimahullah. Al-Bukhari, when he brings the hadith, if the hadith is four lines as an example, he takes half a line of it and he puts it in one chapter, alhamdulillah. And then he takes the other part of this hadith, maybe half a line, another half a line, and he puts another chapter. So he is cutting the hadith, so he will use each one in its place of his chapters, of this uh, Sahih al-Bukhari. Same thing we, have, we are supposed to do in here, because we don't want to go on branches, this will lose our concentration on the topic. These two cases, first is not talking about our topic, it's some other cases, but our cases, they ask rain through this London face. They are asking the stars for rain. That was the Arabs that time. During the time of Muhammad, they used to ask the stars to give them rain. As you will see in the next hadith, inshaAllah. This is part of Jahiliya ignorance time, which is going to be continued with some Muslims and it's really available now some Muslims unfortunately think that these stars are affecting the case of rain. Whether they think it's by itself or they think it is by it's only a reason Allah Taala is doing the rain so Muhammad was afraid and he told us to be aware of doesn't mean that he is allowing us to do this when he told us that we are not going to be finished from his ummah or disappeared from his ummah no it is just the case that he is warning us from falling into it when he told us like this in other some cases he told us also about it he is really warning his ummah not to do so this is one way to warn his Ummah from falling into wrong things, including this case of asking rain from the stars. This hadith is narrated by Muslim, Rahimahullah, and you know Muslim is the second best book of hadith which is correct, also all of it. The second hadith that Zaid ibn Khalid, radiallahu anhu, that Bukhari Muslim, of course. The hadith is in the Bukhari and Muslim, so it's quoted inshallah totally. That Muhammad said that Muhammad prayed al Hajr one day when he was in Hudaydiyah. You remember the story, the the seerah the, uh, Muhammad went to Mecca in the, year, the sixth year of Hijra to make Umrah, not to fight. Still, he had a problem with Quraysh, of course. He is not yet having any. يعني, uh agreement with Quraysh to stop war uh, fighting, but Muhammad صلى he wanted to do the same as the others. Everybody can, even if they are having, having a fight with the, the Quraysh, they can come for for uh, Umrah or so on Hajj Hajj, which is already known by Arabs before Muhammad صلى By the way, that's part of the deen of Ibrahim عليه So the Arabs used to come, even if they have fight with Quraysh, they come and they make during this called al Ashr al hurm the, These Three years together, the Hijjah, the Qada, the the the, the the Hijjah, Three months, and Rajab. These are, Arabs used to do, that these three months, no fight, or four months, no fight. When the, when the, the starts, no more fighting. Any people are fighting, they should stop. Even if you see the person who, is, who killed your father, you can't do anything to him, because it's Ashur al Now, Muhammad صلى الله went in this Ashur, and he wants to make anger. But Quraysh stopped They refused to allow him to get into Makkah. Why? Because they know Muhammad وسلم how much effectiveness he can do on people. So however this is the story. The case of this hadith was that he Sallam, while he was in Hodeidiyah beside Makkah, waiting to finish the case with Quraysh he prayed once Al-Fajr with Sahaba and after he finished his Salah he turned to Sahaba and finished his Zikr he said do you know the man where he said وسلم, do you know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said last night or this morning he said well, Allah wa we didn't know Allah knows and Muhammad wa knows better we didn't know so he said وسلم, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the man he said of course there was some rain in the, the previous night he said that Allah said subhanahu wa ta'ala and this of course called Hadith Qudsi uh, my slaves part of them woke up this morning as a and some of my slaves woke up this morning as mu'min whoever said that we were we received rain because of the grace of Allah Allah, wa this is a mu'min and whoever said we receive this rain because of such and such star or wonder face. is a kafir. Simple and easy. You notice that in this deen, by the way, and if you, if you read the Quran and Sunnah of Muhammad the Hadith, you'll be amazed. That it's sometimes too simple for people. do you mean? it's so simple. Why? Because this deen is not for philosophers. It's not for high educated people only, but it's for everybody. A bit when he comes to the Middle Desert who doesn't know anything, except the cows, except the sheep and the camels. He never read anything, he never know anything, he know, have no education at all. He comes to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he hears Quran once, he knows what he's talking about. He hears what Muhammad said in his hadith, he directly understands what he said. Because this deen, as Allah says in His holy book, wa laqad yassarna al-Qur'an al-Izzikr. Yassar, ayishma na yassarna, it easy, simple. Anybody can read it and understand it. Even with translation of the meaning, yes, even though. Because this deen is descended to everyone of the nation of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Nation of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, not only the Muslims also. The Kaaba is also the nation of Muhammad sallallahu So whoever came, in the time of Muhammad وسلم, ant after is part of his nation, even if they are Catholic. They are counted as nation of Muhammad وسلم. But, nation of Muhammad وسلم is divided into two. The accepting nation, the one who accepted Islam, this is called the Ummatul Ijaba. Acceptance nation. The other side who refused, they called al Dawa. The nation of, to be called. Nation to be called, to Islam. So, so all of these two nations, one nation, the nation of Muhammad Ummah Muhammad So, these two types of people came in the morning. One of them is a kafir, or both of them are kafir, both of them are Muslims. Mu'mins. Kafirs who said that we have received this rain because of such and such star. The other side who said, بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَرَحْمَتِهِ بِكَوْزِ اللَّهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَىٰ These are mu'mins. That's why, when we receive rain, what do we do? Run to homes? No, we have liquor to save. There's a way, and subhanAllah, I told you before that this deen is covering each piece of our life. Each single minute in your life is covered by this deen. Including your sleeping, your eating, your drinking, your energy. It's covered by this deen. So when rain comes, Regular people, what do they do? They jump to umbrellas or they go home. Muslims, what do they do? Directly they say, "Allahumma صيّد Dua. Because rain, when rain comes, that's the time of ijada. Accepting the, the request of the people, du'a of people. That's one of the times of accepting the du'a, is the time of rain. Also, when this rain is finished, we say, as Sahaba said, or Muhammad s.a.w. the Hadith, مُطِرْنَا بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَرَحْمَتَهِ So, the true mu'min his heart is always hanged to Allah, Tabarak wa stick to Allah ta'ala. Whatever happens in his life, directly he reminds him of what Allah ta'ala told him to do. Why we learn our deen? Why we recite Qur'an? Why we recite the Hadith of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم? Because we want to understand it and practice it. It's not just gathering theories and making books of the theories of Islam. It's the case that we are gathering the knowledge of Islam to practice it and to call for it. And to be patient for what we are going to receive because of it. These are the four conditions for the last. We learn, we practice, we call for, we have to have patience for the troubles we are going to face because of it. Right. So in this case now, Muhammad Hassan is telling us what happened. But at the same time, he telling us, us what to do? He's is these not just telling us stories. Like, like in the Quran, you read a lot about the stories of the anbiya, and messengers of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Musa have this case for him. Uh, Ibrahim Alayhi Salam, he has this faith in this case, in this case, and he was thrown in heaven fire. Is these stories just to enjoy? Do we read these stories just to enjoy stories, like we are reading any other story? No. We are reading these stories to see what Allah wants us to do. The Hadith of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم about Ibrahim عليه السلام was thrown in, 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 in fire, that he said صلى uh, الله uh, عليه وسلم that both Ibrahim عليه السلام said حسبنا الله the- because of this word or this sentence, Allah سبحانه تعالى saved him. Wa- and Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم also was scared by. Some people think that the Quraysh will come and kill you all after a hundred battle. And the worst part is telling us the story by saying الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل الله أكبر This word حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل You will never find any other word or sentence that will save you better than it. Hasbun Allah wa Ni'mah al-Waqeed. Ibrahim when he was thrown in Jahannam in fire. Sayyid Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his Sahaba. When these people tried to kill him. Sayyid Muhammad from a lot of trouble they tried to make for him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it will save you also if you use it. Hasbun Allah wa Ni'mah al-Waqeed. Allah will take care of us. Allah is the only one, Subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't prevent. Some people when they have trouble, directly they start to change, to move their mind to think who is the guy who can help me in this case. Do I know anybody in the Ministry of Interior? Do I know anybody in the police? Do I know anybody in Jawazat? Do I know... But why did you know Allah? Why did we go to Allah? Why did you ask Allah ta'ala the one who can bring all these people to help us? If we practice this correctly, Allah ta'ala will bring those people to help us. We don't need to call them and beg them. We need to beg Allah taala then he will take care <تصفيق> الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل واتوزرهم فانقلبوا بنعمة من الله وفضل لم يمسسهم سوء they came back without no trouble عن إبراهيم عليه السلام وإن يقول حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل when he was thrown into the fire الله تعالى فيه. there is a, a weak hadith I would say that Ibrahim was thrown to the fire while he was in the air. Jibril came to him and he said, "Do you need anything from me?" He said, "No, from you no, but from Allah yes." Allah Now he's he's in the way to the fire. He's thrown now. By the way, this what I don't know what you call it, the Manjaniq in Arabic, They're throwing rocks into the other people to kill them. You know, so this because there was no cannons. A, track, a cannon but it was uh, you know, a long time cannon they they throw him like this Ibrahim was thrown and he was in the air going to, it to the fire big fire Jibreel comes to him now and he needs anything if it was one of us find somebody to save us but that was Ibrahim al Khalid. he said from you know do, do you need anything from me he said from you know but from Allah yes Allah Allah what was the result? What we need actually is not to learn all the books of Islam. What we need really is to know the major cases of Islam and practice it. Gathering theory is not, you can see a lot of people now, they are graduated with PhDs from Islamic universities. But do they practice what they have learned? some of them yes Alhamdulillah, but not all of them actually while you will find an ignorant person who knows nothing except few souls of Quran but his iman will be a lot heavier than these doctors. just because when he learned one ayah he practices and he called for it عليه told us in his hadith بلغوا عني ayah." آية yani if you know one ayah or one hadith or one point of this deal preach it to the others call the others for it you don't have to be you don't have to be a scholar in order to call people for Islam or for some cases. All you have to do is just learn one case and call both people for it. And the most important thing we to, to learn is the monotheism. Because that is every messenger Allah has sent was sent with monotheism. To save people from worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we make mistake in our salah or in our wudu and our siyam or on so on, anyone ibadah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghafoor because we have done our best. But if we make mistakes in monotheism, no, it's not by the way. Not this way. Falling into polyhism is not excused, except for certain cases. But majority of cases, no. Those people who fall, yani, subhanallah, those people who are, who are falling into polyhism in time, Muhammad sallallahu and after, up to today, to are they going to be excused? Allah knows, but majority know because Quran is there how are they going to worship someone other than Allah Why Allah clearly in his holy book and Muhammad clearly in his hadith has mentioned clearly that they are not supposed to do this وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ اُدْعُونِي, ادعوني. أَسْتَجِبْ call me only don't call anybody else don't call me through anybody just call me ادْعُونِي please just another Arabic. you will see how strange that this he's getting the order and after it Ya yeah. Ya yeah means Allah. Udru me, call me, That's me in English. Why can't you call him, through these awliya? Muhammad sallallahu wa or Abu Bakr, or Umar, Uthman, Ali, huh, other awliya? Whatever you call them. Why can't you call, because we are humble people and we are sinful people, we cannot call Allah directly. why not we go through No. The more we are sinful, they're the more, the more we are supposed to call Allah only. Some of them have the have narrated hadith to Muhammad صلى الله that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he hears the good mu'min calling him, Ya Allah, say, Allah he will say, Labbeka abdi. That is what you want, go ahead. And when Allah hears the single person calling him, he will say, لبيك عبدي لبيك عبدي لبيك عبدي three times single person is better than the good person? no but because he needs to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah wants him to come closer to him only if you say, Ya Allah you raise your hands to Allah wa ta'ala, who is in the arsh you will find out that when you say this word by heart, truly, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be quicker than you in answering what you need. He may not give you what you wanted, but you will not do that all because as Muhammad was told in his hadith, if you call Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you one of three things. They it may not have to be you what you have requested. Maybe he will give you what you requested. Maybe he will move some tragedies which were going to come to you. Maybe he will Save this for you on the judgment day. So your mizan will be heavier. So are you a loser? So, so if so, we'll make more. Say Allah more? Allah Alaihi Akbar. You do more, Allah makes you more. And who are you? You think you are better than Allah? Allah is better than everybody. Everyone's kind. So you ask Him more, He gives you more. Whether is dua or something else. That's This is the case of this hadith which is uh, uh, concerning concerning our case of the uh, lunar basis. Hadith also, he mentioned in here that it is by Muslim, the hadith number two, which is narrated to Zayd ibn al-Khalid. Actually, this hadith is only by Muslim. Yeah, that's a mistake in you. However, um, regarding the same case of Al-Hudaybiyah, some of the new Muslims said, oh, the loaner of that place is correct, or the star, the shaf- and fash- and fash- star is correct, we have a ring. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descended this ayah. To the end of the ayah. So Allah said that He is not going to swear by the lunar places or the stars places. Just to mention, to, to attract the attention, the attention of people to the case of stars. That these stars are not effective and doing nothing. You are always supposed to think that Allah is the only one who is giving the right, and Allah is the only one to ask from to ask anything from subhanahu this actually the cases which mention this hadith this chapter as I said in the beginning that maybe some people say yani, this is not a practical case. We don't see it in our life much. But it was a lot in the times of Muhammad wasallam And you cannot really guarantee that this will not happen again. Maybe you find some people now are going back to this case. As we said in the case of the astrology. I remember that a lot of Arabian magazines and newspapers, maybe some other also, are having in one of their pages the case of what is your stuff. Are you Scorpion? Are you this or that? And they will give you if you are Scorpion, then you will have this and this and this. You are going to marry this and going to So using the stars in the wrong way. Stars are not for this, as we mentioned in the last chapter, last week. Stars is to use them to know the direction to to be, to make the skies clean. The Yemnet Sana Dunya bi Pade Zina. decoration of the sky. And also a way to know our way. That time, where we have not, no other instrument to know our way, north, south, and so on, that people that time uh, you are, were using the stars to know. This is the north, this is the south. And I tried this. Outside of Riyadh, of course. In Riyadh, you cannot see stars. So outside of Riyadh, I tried this so many times, I found it so easy to know where is the north. So I know where is the black. That's it. They know is this way, then the qibla is this way. So simple. Even if you have no, any other instrument, you can still know where is the qibla. So, using the limit this way, no problem. In fact, it is Zamasht sometimes if you cannot understand where is the qibla, except through the star. So now we understand that stars are used correctly and used wrongly. If it is used to know the qibla as an example, you know, the directions, no problem. If it's used some other way to ask or to, uh, say that they are affecting people's life and so on, this is not allowed. Same thing for the case of the number faces, the same way. We say that they are, some people say that they are bringing the rain, then we say no. They say that rain may come, may come, rain may come in that time, it's okay. That's the shortest way to explain it, if I have done it, inshallah, hopefully. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you, inshallah. Yes, sir. Uh, when you said Hasburullah uh When I'm working, uh, no. uh, I don't know the meaning of what I'm about to say, but my father used to say this when we sit and travel anywhere. He used to say "Hasbullah, when I am alwaqel, when I am al Malah, when I am Okay. Hasb in Arabic means he is the one who takes care of everything. Uh sometimes you say to the person has stop, finish. You have you've done everything. But when you say husbun Allah means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is going to take care of us in every case. We depend on him. Mir al waqir, Kawakkul, as we mentioned before some time ago, is reliance. So you are relying on Allah in everything in your life because you know and you believe deeply with a certain dogma that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one who can take care of you. So you depend on him. Like what we do in our life. يعني, unfortunately, some people depend on their jobs to offer them their risk, So they are waiting for the end of the month. Now this is sometimes it's dangerous. It could hurt the reliance on Allah. So, hasbun Allah means we are depending on Allah Ta'ala wa Ni'm He is the best relying one we will rely on Him, subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Use this word in every time. Try to understand the meaning of it. Go to the tafsir, especially in the Surah of Ali Imran. You will find this ayah, and read the meaning of it. You will find a lot of things you can get. Alhamdulillah. Now you can read Al-Qur'an meanings translated in so many languages. In Urdu, in Hindi, in English, in so many languages. You can and just, just give it a time. Give yourself a gift by reading the meaning of the quran You will find happiness. Because you will be in the atmosphere of love with Allah wa ta'ala, with, with Sahaba. When you read the story of Allah, you are living with him. Why we pay a lot of time to read the story life of such and such person? Shakespeare and this guy and that guy. Oh, people are highly educated people. Are having these Western, um, Uh, highly educated people, uh, books and life stories. And you talk to him, he tells you about Shakespeare and Dolbach and Kant and Diderot and... Oh, he tells you a lot about their life. And he tells you a lot about the life of Kumar who is playing cricket. And lots about Didi Bilay Ronaldo and so on. Yes, you know, it's almost everything about his life. But if you ask him about the life of Muhammad he doesn't know. When he was born, when, what happened to him, what did he do? If you ask him about Tawbaker or Umar, if you ask him about the other sahaba, who are they? He doesn't know even the need. Is that is a good point? Is that really a good life? So, if we want to really take care of ourselves, don't give to the other people. No, talk about yourself. We need to talk to, about yourself. Now, if we want to be happy, we should be with the good people. This is all over. Allah, be sure, if you are reading his Qur'an, he's talking to you. Ibn Mas'ud, one of the disciples of Muhammad, who knows the Qur'an, like Ibn Abbas and the others, he said, if you hear, Allah, saying in his book, and he's talking to you. Ya ayyuhal labiyna, amanu. Are you a woman? You are a moment. You are a moment listen to me, he's talking to you. Like I'm you يا محمد يا أحمد يا علي I'm talking to you so if I talk to you يا أيها الذين آمنوا so listen to it not only by your ear but also by your heart he's talking to you, yeah, يا أيها الذين آمنوا الله يا yeah, فلان اتق الله talking to you why you don't listen to him سبحانه وتعالى yeah, and if you, if, if, if your son talks to you and you didn't give him your back, he'll be angry. Although you're his father. Do this, do, can you do this to your manager? He's calling you and giving you your back and you go? Can, it, can we? We can't. what about Allah, Ta-Ba-Raqaw, the greatest? He's talking to us. Ya ayyuha al-Levina amen. Abdul whenever we read this ayah, or this call, listen. Ar-ilaha listen by your ear and by your heart. It is either Good thing you are ordered to do Or Bad thing you are ordered not to do So listen Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is telling us to make taqwa To have taqwa Taqwa means what? How are you going to touch uh, A very hot thing? We say too hot to touch How are you going to touch it? Directly? Or you will take something To put it To catch like a glove or anything? That's called taqwa. You're making something between your hand and the heat, hot thing so will not hurt you. Now, Allah is telling us to make taqwa means to have something between us and the anger of Allah. By what? A clothes No, no, no. To be saved from the taqwa, of, from, from the, 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 the anger of Allah, wa ta'ala, is to do what he told us to do as much as we can. And to refrain from doing what he told us not to do. As Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم calls it in the hadith, as much as you can. Do what I, I tell you to do something, do as much as you can. Maybe you cannot do it totally, yes, but do as much as you can. And if I tell you not to do something, don't do it. Maybe you do what you... as much as you can, no. Refrain and refrain. That's taqwa. That's taqwa. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling Allah in his book, Ya iwaladina aqeemu salah. Ishma'an No. Aqeemu. He doesn't say salu. Big difference between aqeemu salah and between the word salu. Salu means do salah. Aqeemu salah make your salah mustaqeem. Salah sahihah. Salah qa'imah. Salah, correct way of salah. Not a lot of people now are doing the salah. Subhanallah. They don't know if they are doing the salah or they're just standing like tonight? And some sheikh said that these uh, pillars of the masjid is better than some of the musallik. They are here 24 hours, يعني. and also they are no, they don't make any noise and troubles. While people, they come for salah, the best of them is who are really harsh but inside, how is Because his heart is uh, far away. Maybe he's a homesick, or he's thinking of money, or thinking of that, or something. Where is taqwa? Where is, where is iman? Where is the love of Allah ta'ala? We are supposed to be so humble in front of Allah ta'ala. When we stand in front of a human being, a high authority person, a lot of people will be so humble and wide, listening what he say. Whatever he says, yes sir, he's ready for yes sir is here. But when we stand in front of Allah ta'ala in salah. Muhammad s.a.w. in the hadith that Allah ta'ala will put his face in front of the face of the musalli. And when this musalli starts to run away by his mind, Allah will leave him. Of course, that doesn't mean that Allah is coming down to face you. But we understand this, that he subhanahu wa ta'ala knows and he's in front of us in our salah. That's why he said in the case of Ihsan, You worship Allah wa ta'ala like you are seeing him. That's the first level of Ihsan. The lower level of Ihsan. If you don't, if you do not reach the point that you pray while you uh, worship Allah تعالى, while you think that you, you can see him, then remember that he is seeing you. Where can you run? Have you ever heard this ayah? Or do you understand the meaning of the ayah? إِلَى What does it mean? إِلَى اللَّهِ in Arabic we should say Run away from No, here say Run away to Allah Tavirru ila Allah. In Arabic we were supposed to say, Allah. min al Run away from the fire. Run away from this, from lion, from... But Allah is say, not saying this. ila Allah. Run away to Allah. You run away from Allah to Allah. You cannot go anywhere. That's it. So we need to run away to Allah. From our troubles. From our headaches. From our problems from everything in our life we should run to Allah محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم, whenever he's having a problem he runs away to Allah هذا ورمضة told طولت in the صحيح that he whenever he's having a problem he go for salah why for salah? to talk to Allah in salah you are having a two-way communication with Allah He's talking to you by Quran and you're talking to him by du'a who's that? The creation stands everything, subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're talking to him, you're asking him. Instead of going to this guy or that guy in the police station in the world, go to Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. And make sure that you are going, inshallah, to be answered and helped by Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. Because he loves those people who beg him a lot. Inna Allah يُحِبِّ الْمُلَحِّينَ بِالدُّعَاءَ Mulahina بِالدُّعَاءَ means the, the true beggars. They are begging Allah truly. And whenever you are, whenever you are humble and begging Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, it means you are going to be higher in this life. You will be stronger than anybody else in this life. You don't worry about them. Because you are with Allah. And if you are with Allah, why do you care by others? Why do you you care by the others? Or by the others? Don't worry. Be with Allah, and Allah will be with you, then no one can really hurt you by any means. A question? (laughs) Awliya. Okay. Wali in Arabic. He is the one who is so close to Allah, and Allah Taala has explained this also in the same ayah. Ala <anyan> la Who are they? الذين آمنوا وكانوا So after he finished, telling us what is happening to the awliya Allah Ala <anyan> an la khawfun yahzanun. They have no trouble, no fear. Who are they? said in this next ayah. They are mu'min, blessed, they have taqwa. So they are so clear, close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are awliya Allah. Not awliya Allah, those people who are buried in some places, and a lot of stories about them, people saying that he is having karama such and such. These are not awliya Allah. This is not the case for awliya Allah here, because people really change the meaning of the, the word to make it like they did people or they buried people. Khalam Dar Babas, do you call them like this? Kalandar Dar Babas? Some like this word, I don't know, if this in Urdu is correct or not. But however, those people who are worshipping the street, if Allah is your raulia, no, that's the truth. Some of these girls are false. False girls. So nobody is them. I, yani, believe it or not, some of our curious brothers from India told me that some towns in India, I always give an in India because of a lot of India, so, mashallah, and in this lesson also in Jaliyat. They say some towns in India did not have Khalam Dar Babas. So they create them. Why? Just from the other. Why the other towns have hundred of power? We don't. We make one. Make a grave and make a big uh, dome. and say yeah, this: uh, "Wali, Wali is here." Yeah, come, make uh, money. You know, This is for business. And you maybe remember the story I told you about these two guys who went to uh, Iraq from this area and they made. They had a donkey and he died. The donkey died and they buried him. They have no money, no money, no donkey. So they start to cry and sit down. there sad. So the, the Shia came from Batra, and so these two guys are crying, they say, what happened to you? So oh, this is well, uh, Wali died. A donkey, no, they, and they bought the donkey, they say, he's a Wali. So the Shia came, and said, no, you don't do it like this. So they made a big doom on that donkey, and these two guys became the, the keyboards and they received the money. Wali is a donkey. Yeah. Some other areas, and I don't want to name countries, but they found, they found a dead Italian... Christian Italian in the sea and he was in, in uh, one piece of wood for some time so and he's not changed so yeah this guy is wali Christian yaakhi kafir no no he's a wali so they brought, brought him and they put him in big uh, grave and they start to make uh, you know, qurban to him and so on mashallah wali a Christian Italian Yallah. how about that poor Muslims Allah yaakhi we, we feel sometimes that are uh, we? Well, if they really want to be in the, the mood of worshipping, they should do this to Allah, Allah. And then they will find the difference. Who made them do this? Actually, there is a big case called exaggerating on these people. When people send you uh, SMS message, you say, Oh, if you don't go to the Milad of such and such, Khalid Baba, you will lose your money. You, will ha- you have trouble with all your children. You have this and this. But if you attend... Then we such and such Khalidar Baba, then oh, mashallah, you'll be healthy and you, your, your money will be more and this and this. And poor Muslims, they accept this. They, they, they agree with us. And they go, yalla, go to these graves and hi, hey, hi, hey, who, who, and these things, you know, to be closer to the valley. they be closer to Allah, the one who's taking care of everybody. We don't know if this is a valley or not, and sometimes they just, he's not actually a Wali. Maybe he's the one. We don't say that everyone uh, his grave is with uh, uh, a doom is not a wali. Sayyidul awliya, be the best of them Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he is having a grave and they are putting the doom on in him, in him Which is incorrect of course. Where is he buried by the way? Where was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam buried? No. Was he buried in the masjid? No. He was buried in his room outside of the masjid with so many lines outside of the masjid because when you talk to people it's not allowed to bury people into the masjid yeah, what are you talking about this is the greatest Muhammad sallallahu wrong Muhammad died in the year of 13 hijriya uh, or eleven hijriya he died there and he was buried in Aisha's room his room outside of the masjid but 77 years later on one of the Amawi khalifa he wanted to enlarge the masjid so he included the room. Big mistake. Sahaba or Tabiq in that time told him to do so. But he insisted to do that and he did it. So Muhammad was not buried in the masjid. So they have no يعني, reason to say that we can bury our dead people into the masjid. And also as we said, يعني, this is just repeated, but just to remind myself and you. That when uh, uh, يعني, uh, a good man or a good person is buried in the masjid, usually people will later on, as Muhammad told us in the hadith of Ibn abbas he told us, that Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم told them about Nuh people how they gradually worshipped these five which is mentioned uh, these people mentioned in the insult Nuh وقالوا لا ترون ولا five five persons died on the same time shaytan came to the Nuh people before Nuh of course, and they said these people died and why don't you make a graveyard for them why don't you make pictures of them why don't you so you remember their worshipping and you Allah then later on Generation by generation until they worship them instead of Allah Taala. Now you can see, you go and anywhere in this Islamic called now, see how Muslims they go to the grace and they worship them instead of Allah Tabar ta'ala or with Allah subhanahu ta'ala, or they use them as intermediate to Allah subhanahu ta'ala, and all of these are wrong. So what we need actually is to be closer to Allah Qawar Qaqara. to big to Allah Ta'ala. Make a lot of begging to Allah subhanahu ta'ala. The more you make begging, Allah will raise you up. يرفع الله الذين آمنوا والذين Allah Amanu. He will be higher and higher, because they are closer to Allah and who is closer to Allah, is the best. He doesn't care about the others. Why we have to care about human beings? Poor guys. They can't do anything to themselves. Even Muhammad said in the Ayah, إِلَّا أَمْلِكُوا told us, about the words of Allah in his holy book, that Muhammad has no capability of having good or bad things for himself. For himself, although he is the best person ever worked in the earth, Sayyid Wa Ta'ala. He has nothing to do with himself. Allah is only one. So why we go and ask the others? He is there. Don't go down. Go up. All your eyes are up. All your heart is up. Don't go to these dead people. Dead people need stuff. Allah is distressing them. A person who is already dead, he can't do anything. His amal, his deeds are cut. As we can tell from the hadith. All his deeds are cut. Except these three cases he mentioned, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now he needs us to make du'a for him. We don't need him. He needs us. This dead person needs us. He needs us to make du'a for him because he cannot make du'a. He cannot make salah. He cannot do anything else. We can make du'a for him. So if you visit the graveyard, what you call ziyarah, should be, you should call Allah for them. Allah for the dead. Don't call the dead. Don't call Allah for the dead. Call Allah for them. As Muhammad used to do in the Zia, when he goes to the graveyard, they say, Assalamu alaikum daraqawmu alaikum wa imla inshallah wa bikum lahiqoon. So th- he makes dua, he calls Allah for them. We are supposed to follow Muhammad صلى and do the same thing. When we go to the graveyard, we should call Allah for them. Not call them, not call Allah by them. By their high rank and so on. We call Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم only Jazak Okay, yeah. This, this is another reality hadith. Yeah. So, uh, I have yeah. With, uh, yeah. You mean the, the you call? Uh, They're calling DIA, yeah, you mean? Yeah. They said, why they call it DIA? Yeah, are... because, because there is a hadith. We are not making this law from our own self. But this is what Muhammad used to say. So, There's another hadith that is that he says, Assalamu so, so Ya'alat yeah, here ya Ya'allah, you are not supposed to use this for salah. Salamu alayka ayyuhal So are you talking to him? No. But because he told us to say this, we're we it. We're not talking to him. It's like he's in front of us. We're just only doing the hadith as he said. He told us to say. So whether there is a the hadith or an ayah for Allah Go ahead. Do you worry it. Do you worry This is another case This is exception it will be This is exception Yes It's an exception Because the hadith of Abu Bakr yeah. Abu Allah, When he came While he was making salah He was already in ruku'. Abu Bakr One of the sahaba Came to the masjid And he made ruku' Before he gets into the line Then he moved With ruku'. Now, what is the evidence in here? The evidence that the did not ask him to repeat this raka'ah. So, in this case now, Fatiha is mandatory in every raka'ah except there are some exceptions. Like that you, that you come, the Imam is already in the ruku'ah, then you just go on with him ruku'ah and say, Allah Akbar, takbir al ihram If you can make another takbir for ruku'ah, fine, or you can go ahead. But it's takbir al-Haram, the most important. So, takbir al ihram another Allah akbar takbir al you will be with him in this ruku'ah. فاتحة انهور is accepted is not, no, no need but if you come to the salah while the imam is there you are you're with, with the imam in any salah whether it's balancing or uh, يعني secret salah like the عصر you get in there you must make فاتحة انهور yeah. بزاكم الله خير وإن شاء الله نفسكم